0: Yo, this is John from Noise Dosage Media, and this episode is brought to you by Begrudgingly Benny. Interested in putting something horrific and grotesque on your next piece of merch? Benny is tucked away in the fiery depths of COVID quarantine, blasting the filthiest of old school death metal and drawing hideous creatures that he is waiting for you to adopt. Go over to Instagram and follow at BeGudginglyBenny and contact him if you would like some really weird original art for your band or label. Super professional, highly recommended. Uh,
1: Just because I got a fast car, I should still drive it the same speed as I did my old car. You know, like, you know, that's something uh, uh, Brett Michaels said, you know, he's like, just because you have a, your career is doing really well you know, don't get caught up in your hype and just crash it, you know, just keep going.
0: Right. Yeah. that That's one of those things where you were talking about earlier with, yeah. Catching up on hype hype number one, but yeah. like just keeping, keeping steady. If you don't do that, you'll fuck yourself up. Um, yeah, exactly. What I was actually going to say before I like had a blank right there is, um, watching what you say i so me like i pre-record stuff but you on the radio i feel like it's a little bit harder
1: (laughs) well the thing is about doing on the radio the hard part is is that you like when you stop talking then people stop hearing you right so you have to like it has to be a continuous talk you know and and honestly it's like um just i think with radio it's just like be yourself as much as you can you'll never have an issue but you know, I think I think the day in any career you stop worrying about what other people think of you and just start and just talk. It's it gets a little easier, man, you know, because, you know, when, right. when, in our business of entertainment, a lot of times, you know, we get caught up in. Oh, man, these, this person liked my stuff. This person shared my stuff, you know. But at the end of right. the day, dude, like when, like when you're interviewing people, you get to have awesome conversations with people. And at the end of the day, that's the gift itself. So regardless, if you got, like, a bunch of likes on Instagram, a bunch of likes on Facebook, a bunch of shares, did you got to share a moment with maybe, like, a, a radio host, me, I'm sure, uh, uh, maybe, a, like, some cool guests from other big bands? Like, you know, at the right. end of the day, you know, and, like, I think uh human uh, connection uh, conversation is really
0: important. Right. It, I think the coolest part is to, like, watch a band on YouTube fucking, like, killing it in front of millions of people and be like, you know what? I had a fucking conversation with that guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> he gave me 30 minutes of uh-huh. his fucking day to talk to me like that. That's the cool part. Absolutely. And,
1: you know, that's the gift, man. Like I said, just, uh, you know, at the end of the day, whether, um, you know, I think, I think we do this business. I don't know. I don't want to speak for you. Um, but like, you know, we want to make people happy, you know, right. but, but at the end of the day, but if nobody shows us that they're happy, we're happy too, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, so off of that, um, what are some like intriguing things that you've learned along the way and like funny questions or answers you've got, uh, that y- you, you are, oh, <laughs> that like uh, you haven't thought of that would come out of their freaking mouths. Um, let's see. I interviewed
1: Necro Butcher for Mayhem.
0: Yeah. I and, listened and, to that today again.
1: Yeah. So, so one of the things we, um, I like to ask a band, I haven't asked it yet just cause like, uh. I've been asking, like, I've been interviewing a lot of, per- I'll ask my local bands, but I've learned to not necessarily ask, like, the most serious people those type of questions. But right. I'll still ask funny questions. Like, I'm very choosy with, with uh, who I ask. Why, because, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because, like, sometimes, like, you know, like, um, some people, like, barely give you any time of the day to even do an interview. So I'm just thankful. Uh-huh. About it, but if they're pretty loose about it, like, yeah, dude, I'll do it. I'll be like, all right, I'm going to ask this guy some funny shit. Yeah, um, yeah. But like with Necro Butcher, I remember asking him um, what his biggest failure, his biggest stage fail. You know, I would say, what's the biggest <laughs> stage fail? I think you might have heard it. And yeah. and and the thing is, with their show, is that they get like live uh, goat heads. Oh, no, live right. pig heads. Yeah, I and, and, remember and, yeah, that. Yeah, he... and, and they put it on stakes. And I remember he told me that uh, there was like a little girl with her family in the front row. And they didn't realize when they threw a goat head out that it yep. like, went into the crowd and knocked the little girl out. The goat head. Yeah. Yeah, so, no,
0: I I think the funniest part about that one was when you asked about the coffee. No, you were like, "What what do oh, you have for breakfast today, oh, yeah. dude?" <laughs> dude
1: that was you, fucking funny. You know what? I think um when when you break when you break the ice and just t- tell them like like when I when I do my proposals to get interviews, I tell them I want to have a conversation. You know, because right. because because, because yeah. if if you go and see what a lot of the professionals are asking, um it's a lot of boring questions. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's, it's it, it, I mean and honestly what people don't really talk about anymore. All they do is talk about like the album they just released, which is a lot of yeah, companies, I hate that. a lot of press companies that's what they that's what they want you to do for you know, because they want to promote the new album. But I also you know, you know, as you know too, it's just like being able to go into somebody's history is awesome because that's something a fan never knew, you know, like you know, like I, I interviewed my favorite band in the world's Trivium, and when yeah. when I talked to Paulo Gregoletto you know, um, I asked them questions I wanted to know as a fan.
0: Yeah, that, dude, that's one thing that I fucking do. Like, I don't... A lot of the bands that I talk to, like, I ask more, like, personal stuff, not... Yeah. I don't know. When it comes down to, like, the band it's cool, but, like, what what's their story outside of it? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah, so... Like,
1: um, oh. you, you know you know what I like to do? Um, you, you, you can go and take this segment from me. It's pretty funny. I'm just joking. Um, so what I like to do is uh, at the end of my interviews now, what I've worked in, um, is that I'll give somebody five quick questions and I'll only give them 30 seconds to answer each question.
0: So Yeah? Yeah. Dude, so I was it, actually... It, a, it, funny it, thing,
1: no, sorry, a funny thing that
0: I wanted to... Go ahead
1: okay so basically but the thing is that when you do it you change up your whole tone you know so you're like and welcome to the metal mix and now <laughs> our guest and you have 30 seconds to answer five questions and you go like hannes from sabaton are you ready and they're just like oh shit you know and, and then you give them a question and they're just like oh i have 30 seconds fuck you know and they're like <laughs> compulsing about it you know and it's like i i like doing that because like then it's like you know i think That's i think you know um I think it's just important to like stand out and be yourself, you know, and, and, you know, and, and they enjoy that. You know, I think when you interview like a bigger artist, I think yeah. they, I think they respect you more. If you treat them on the same level as you. Yeah. You know not I mean?
0: fucking like bow down to them. I hate that.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I, I have bowed down to like
1: four or five people. I'm not going to lie, but, <laughs> yeah. but they were like my favorite bands. But, uh, you know, um, with the whole questions thing, um, it all varies on the artist, but it usually just starts off with, like, the history. Um, well, um, well, my favorite question, my two favorite questions to ask ever on my interviews is, um, um, when did you know that you finally made it in your band? When was the big show, the big climax, where you That's looked at when, when, when you looked at your bandmates, it was like, guys, we made it. Like, like, I yeah. love asking the We Made It show, you know, because they always talk about, oh, yeah, they were super young and they finally got invited to play like a venue and open for like a band. And when they saw 3,000 people, they finally knew they made it, you know. So That's I, love, I, I love hearing the response to that. And my second favorite question I ask um, consistently is uh, I ask, um, who is somebody since you got bigger or got famous, who is somebody that you didn't expect that was super cool when you met them? you know or or like a or like a friendship that you built um while you were touring you know with you know so they will talk about like a musician or tour stories you know so basically oh, that yeah. but but you know at the same time um um i don't i don't like i don't like staying stagnant either so you know Dude, I'll, I'll tell I'll,
0: you something fucking funny like okay so i was interviewing this young band um they're called the steel face circus nice and um so I was like, "Fucking, I'm gonna be funny." Like, so I asked them this one <laughs> fucking question, and I will never forget their answer. I said, "Or my like, just just envision." I think he was like twelve. Oh my 12 god, twelve or fourteen, They're like little
1: bit little babies, man.
0: But they fucking killed it. They're a metal band. I'm like, I'm like, so you got you got an elephant, and you can't get rid of it. What the fuck do you do with it? <laughs> what, <laughs> like? just a question out of the blue. Like they did not expect it. He's like, he's like, what type of fucking question is this? I'm like, I don't know. What's your answer? He's like, I'd eat it. Like I put it in my backyard and like cook it up. I'm like right on, <laughs> dude. But it was, it was a funny question. man. I think I think if you asked me that,
1: I would ask you if it's a baby elephant or full size elephant first. And okay. if it and, and if it was a baby elephant, um I would train it to be my pet and if it was a grown elephant um I don't know I'd probably call like I'd probably call a friend with like a big farm
0: and just let that elephant like you know live on the farm, dude it was so fucking funny <laughs> that's funny, but too. <laughs> um so what are you like amazed at today that you've done with the metal bank tape other than like the necro butcher like um honestly um.
1: I'm just happy how fast it's grown, is my biggest thing, you know. Because, um, you know, ever since I got to like my seventieth interview, I mean, I've interviewed Trivium, Betray You, Jimmy Burger. Um, let me bring up my list really quick, but the, just a massive amount of bands and like, and um, one thing I haven't announced yet on Facebook right. or Instagram. The thing is, I don't like announcing things, just because uh, um, when you when you get caught up, like I said, when when I think I think it's easier to grow your product when you don't talk about it and you just keep your head right.
0: Down, you know, they just do it.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's like um, I I get about 70, about 80 percent of my interviews. But now I work for a company that works with uh, nuclear blast records, metal blade records, prosthetic records, sharp toned records, napalm de- right uh, death records. So now um, they saw how much I was doing with my radio station. And uh, right. they decided to put me on their press list. So now, right you know, so, 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 so far they've gotten me static X. Um, they've gotten me at least the archers. They've gotten me uh, devil driver, um, you know, and, but, you know, it's just, honestly, the, the greatest thing, man. Like I said, it's just these conversations is, I think it's the greatest thing because I'm able right. to talk all th- to all these people and all these people have the same story, like the bigger artists. That, that they all sacrificed when they first started, you know? Right. Countless hours. Not Everybody didn't just make it out of out of nowhere. You know, yeah. they spent countless hours. All these people kind of like, in you know, minding your story, you know, like um, a lot of people, like they, people didn't believe in them when they were younger, you know, and, and kind of like doubted them. So all these people like overcame adversity to be where they are now. And right. every single person I've interviewed has like the same drive to success. So, <clears throat> For me, who's trying to reach that level of success, it's uh, truly inspiring to hear their story and how right. they did it. You know, so it, um, yeah,
0: as a as a musician, like I'm a guitar player myself. Hey, like, nice on. I uh, I don't know when I when I fucking like was starting my podcast thing. Like I was not. I don't know. Like I wrote music, but like I didn't really take it seriously. But now, like I I definitely when I write like. I record everything I do. Like I've been trying to, like, I don't know, make something better. I don't know. Talk talking to like musicians that actually made it makes you want to fucking do it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's no, it's uh, absolutely, man. It's awesome. It's hey, I see right here you interviewed uh, where was this? Uh, Noah from Arsis.
0: Right on. He's fucking yeah,
1: uh, yeah. My band opened for Arsis in Oregon.
0: Arsis is so good, man. Yeah, like,
1: uh they're fucking they sick. Um, um Taylor Washington from Paladin, Paladin? was um yeah. he was
0: uh he was filling in on that tour for Arson. Ni- yeah, he's a nice dude, man. I uh he's he's pretty into like acoustic stuff and shit. Dude, he's that guy's really insane on the guitar, man. He's super smart. Yeah. Um, so I got two small ones here for you. Okay. Um you know what separates an interview like an old-fashioned interview from a normal conversation
1: what separates it
0: yeah like like when i when i try to like when people say to me oh you interview bands i'm like no like no i i have conversation with band members like i'm not i don't know i don't market myself as a fucking interviewer um let's see i let's see i
1: kind of do like the whole interview thing for sure but um right Um, what separates it? I think, um, at first when I first started, it was all interviews, but then it separated it once I started getting comfortable, you know? So, cause a lot of my questions when I first started doing, like I said, I've, I've done, let's see, um, this, this upcoming show I'm doing, I'm actually going to be on the radio here in two and a half hours, but like, you know, yeah. Like, so like, yeah, we're going to interview, uh, uh, John from incantation, but you know, yeah, he's sick. Yeah. He's dope. But so, um, I, I, nice. I think it's just like being comfortable. And so for me, the more comfortable I got, the more I, I, uh, I felt like I could just talk to them. And honestly, um, a lot of these interviews, um, I never really wrote questions down until I started, yeah. in, until I did the Demi Burger interview. Because uh-huh. uh, Demi Borger interview is the one where I got a little nervous because, you know, he's like a <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like yeah. Norwegian god, you know, like, like for me, he's like a really big band. You know, Demi Borger is massive. And, um, so, you know, so a lot of times I used to talk like, like just being a musician, being a homie, you know, and, and asking the questions that I really just want to ask. And and they're always like similar questions, but, um, but then I started, um, writing down scripts and stuff. Once I started doing like four interviews a weekend, you know, Uh and, and, and last week, I mean, last in, in the month of July, I did 27 interviews. You right know, on. so so I was doing about eight to nine interviews a week, you know, so, you yeah, know, so. I can
0: only do when I when I first got on into this, I did like seven a week. Like, that's it. That's hard, like that's I, couldn't, hardcore, I could man. I couldn't do. I, I couldn't do multiple a day.
1: Well, you know what it was is um I taught my boss at work. He says as long as um, it's for interviews, I, I could uh, clock out and take my lunch early to do an interview. So a lot of the interviews I did were in my break room at work, uh-huh. you know. So um, I think um, just being comfortable to answer your question, just being comfortable and um, being confident um, and, and not being shy anymore. It's when right. it started turning into a conversation. But when I was like super nervous, that's when it was like uh, you know, an interview because,
0: you know, I just I was shy. You know, I was I was shell shocked. You now, know, but now, now would you ever? In the future, like when shows start going back to normal, are you gonna plan on like doing face to face interviews? Um, so um, absolutely, a hundred percent, yes, um, uh-huh. to that.
1: Um, also, also with uh, um, with my new job with uh, my marketing company, uh-huh. um, th- uh, they set up uh, press interviews for me. So right um, uh, so uh, I believe it's swallowed the sun. And, like, Infected Rain, they're going to be on tour, and I got press passes to go do interviews. And uh, so sweet. Yeah, and then dude. also, um, uh, I do local bands also. So so here's my plan. This is how I try to do it with the, the metal mixtape, is that I try to book a smaller band with a big band every night if possible. So uh-huh. that way, the bigger band brings attention to the local band. Yeah, it's like It's like booking a big show. You know, you put the headliner, and then you put the opener. Uh-huh. You know, so that way of, like, you know, like, let's see right here. Like, um, let's see right here. Like, so, like, next week is my 100th uh, episode anniversary, you know. So,
0: dude, I, I fucking can't wait for that day. Like,
1: oh, dude. So, so I got is uh, I'm going to have uh two local bands, Pitch Black Mass and uh, Gershock. So Pitch Black Mass from Portland. Gershock is from San Francisco. And then third up, I'm going to have uh, Rab himself from the CKY movies. Uh uh-huh. And um, you, you, were you ever in CKY or Jackass? Oh, Jackass for sure. Yeah, you yeah, see, so,
0: fucking what he did the other day, steve-o
1: Yeah. What oh, wait, is that when he put himself on the sign? Is that one or yep, which one? Yep, yeah. Yep. So what and the then and then the headline that night, uh, I'm doing Twisted Sister. You know, so yeah. so it's just like a big old night. But on, honestly, dude, um, I do this. For Who the are you bands. talking to
0: from Twisted Sister?
1: Uh, JJ French. He's uh the founder. He's the one oh, yeah. he's the one who hired like d snyder and all of that you know and got the whole band together and uh you should listen to that interview because it's sick because um a little thing about that interview I won't spoil too much is that um the whole band was sober their whole careers wow. they they, they, yeah, they, they the never drank much. they they never drank they never smoked and um they would only hire members to be in the band that were all sober
0: yeah yeah dude it separates a good for good band from a fucking bad band real quick. I'll tell you that. But yeah. So, um, so my last question to you is, um, yeah. not, not interviews, but a content creator. Um, like what, what advice could you give to somebody that wanted to start up like a YouTube channel right off the bat?
1: Uh, YouTube channel. Um, yeah. Um, let's see, uh, be yourself. Um, yep. if you're funny, be funny. If you're loud, be loud. Um, and also don't, um, um, don't look at other people's channel and compare yourself to their channels, and don't try to be like anybody else in their channels. So basically, play to your strengths, but don't play to anybody else's strengths. You know what I mean? Because the thing yep. is, is like, why are you playing to a strength that's already been um uh, um shown instead of showing uh, the world something that hasn't been done yet? You know, and, and the thing is, everything's been done. But the thing is, we're all different in our own ways. And we're all different in our own individuality. So, I, you know, one of the biggest moments I had in my life is the day I stopped comparing myself to people is one. The second biggest thing is is not worrying about how much attention what I do gets me as long as I'm enjoying what I'm doing. So, yeah. so my recommendation is like, if you love... Whatever you're going to do on YouTube or be a content creator, make sure you love it first before you dive into it. So basically, don't do it for the wrong reasons. And when you do dive in, play to your strengths. You know, if you're goofy, if you're funny, and all that, you know, um, don't um, don't be insecure. And also, last but not least, if you're going to be a content creator, is that you have to be okay with people telling you you suck. You have to be, you have to, you have to be, (laughs) no, straight up. Like you have to be okay with criticism. You know what I mean? Cause like nowadays we're living in a culture where nobody can take criticism. And the thing is like, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've been told my vocals suck. Um, I'm I'm not a good guitar player, um, or, or I'm terrible at this, but you know, the important thing is, is that like the more attention you get, the more flack you're going to get for it, the bigger your career gets the bigger the bigger your career gets the more haters you're going to get it's a part of life and and it's that way in anything you do if you, if it's like the same in a job if you become a manager or a boss at a job employees just start disliking you but at the end of the day you're making more money you're happy and that's the way it goes Yeah.
0: hell yeah right on that's perfect freaking top <laughs> off at the end here um what is your band called? Just so I have it. I don't know um. So okay. So
1: you're if you find if you look at it, it's gonna be all of our old content. So now we're writing all new music. So don't yeah, judge. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah. So don't judge. Um. It's a band called Insanity's Rain. And like Insanity. I said, th- that's our old material. It's it's pretty good, but um, our new material is gonna be way better. It's a whole new lineup now. Besides, uh, me and the lead, lead guitar player.
0: So are you wait, are you vocal, you're a vocalist, right? Yeah, I'm vocalist guitarist. Right on. All right, I'll check this shit. What's the best song you got? Best song? Um check out
1: Impending Doom and okay. uh un- and Unrelenting Tide of Hate. All right.